welcome to the Asbury Park Vibes podcast. Asbury Park Vibes is dedicated to sharing information about the live music scene in the Asbury Park area, as well as the bands who have traveled through. We thank you for tuning in, downloading, or just stumbling upon our podcast. That's perfect. All right, I think here we go. Welcome to a very special episode of the Asbury Park Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Beaver, and I have a special guest who uh, I'd say is a bit of an international guest, and uh, I think I'll let him introduce himself in a bit. Um, UK uh, rapper, hip-hop artist, and quite a uh, diverse talent, Joe Jazz. Joe, how you doing today? Hey, man, I'm, I'm all right. How's everybody? <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. We're, we're getting there. We're, we're doing the best we can with what we got, I think, is everyone's mentality right hey, now. Come on, man. That's facts. <laughs> Absolutely. And I heard that you have a new single and video coming out soon. And before we launch into that, um, do you want to give a little background info into who you are, where you're from, how you got into music, a little bit of that? Okay. Um, who I am, I'm Joe, also known as Joe Jazz, Harry Muffin Man, whatever. Um, I am currently in London, originally from Atlanta. Oh, I just dropped something. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. We just keep it rolling here. <laughs> Um, yeah. And, uh, what do I do? Uh, I rap, uh, produce, shoot videos, shoot all my own videos, uh, make clothes, made, um, the hoodie I'm wearing, uh, and the hat, uh, yeah, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. That sounds like quite a diverse list of activities. Um, I wanted to also kind of segue into congratulations on your latest EP, Four Wing Island, and the video coming out for it. So talk a little bit about um, when the EP finally dropped, <laughs> when the EP finally dropped, what was the reception like to it? And what did they kind of do here as an artist once this EP finally kind of saw the light of day? Oh, man, it was like, I kind of knew when I made it that this was like my step. So I, I see it as like the last um, two I released before. My first one was like when I had like started producing and my second one was like, I feel like me getting a foot in. And then I feel like with like Four Wing Island, I was like, okay, cool. I think I get this. And I think that this project will take me somewhere. That's how I felt. And I felt like it did that. Even in like such a weird time, like in 2020 with like coronavirus and stuff, I was like, it kind of did amazing. Like, not crazy. Like I didn't go number one with Drake or nothing. (laughs) Not yet, not yet. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. It's all about that first experience. For like just... Um, in perspective of, like, my trajectory, um, it was just, like, yeah, like, I felt like it was going up, like, in everything that I was doing, and I was like, yeah, this is, this is the wave. I'm on the right path with this one. I like that. I like that. I like that, the idea of a trajectory and a right path. I think that's something everyone has to kind of keep track of, because progression isn't always as obvious as it looks. Um, What were some of the more immediate kind of progression you saw once this came out like in terms of trajectory what did you kind of see immediately that you maybe hadn't seen before um what did i see immediately um the reception i guess like i guess stuff like people listening to it um was like way more than any other <laughs> project that i had it was um usually i don't know um i know every artist on spotify sees that less than sign yeah when they, know, you get a look hot but, like, this was the first project where, like, every song had, like, gone over that. 
and that wasn't even like obviously I was promoting it, but it was like really natural because I didn't pay for any promotion for it. Mm. I was just like, I want to see what I can do, like without any just me naturally going to people like, hey, do you want to check this out? Because um, before I do that, and then I try maybe run like an Instagram ad. That's what I did for Gappy, the project before, and I thought. Yeah, I just wanted this to be all just like me talking straight to people and then just letting them decide how they feel about the project, which is every project, but like without any kind of like, oh, I'm on Instagram and I see an ad, it's just like someone's telling you, oh, yo, um, I listened to this Joe Jazz album, check it out. Or some guy on the internet is saying, yo, da 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 da. And like, I'm, you hear me talk about it all the time. And I felt like, that for me, it made me find like um, that is my way of promotion more than any other. I feel like I excel there rather than like the ad space stuff. Yeah, that was a really uh, long way. But I no, hope it's a good answer. That's a very good answer. It sounds like thank you, thank you. It's a very organic approach. That's what I like about the music and the brand. I think everything kind of feels like it's DIY and coming to straight. Yeah, people. yeah. Um, why do you think it's important to kind of have like a unique brand and aesthetic and marketing strategy? Because I feel like a lot of artists kind of, I feel like that's like a big talking point now is that not only you have to make good music, but you got a brand, you got to kind of be your own boss. How yeah. has that kind of affected you? Um, so just like finding, yeah, like I guess it's like even what I said with the, because I guess the ads thing is like what everyone does. Like you throw up an ad and hope it does well. And I'm like, you have to realize what works for you because um, what might work for the next person might not work for you. Like I have a homie, um, he's on a label and stuff. And like, we make two different types of music, but I always love bouncing ideas off him with like stuff like promotion and stuff, because we come from two different ends. Like he's very like Instagram and like that kind of orientated where it's like this post has to look like this. And I'm more like, well, I'm going to chuck this up. And like, what I realized is if I was to do stuff like him, it doesn't really work for people who gravitate to my music and him vice versa. So it's like, yeah, I guess on paper, it would seem like, well, I'd have to do it like him because he's getting like most traction. I'm like, not really because the traction that I'm getting is for me and everyone has their own path. So like, I always say this to people and stuff. It's like something that might make, take hit, uh, some I don't know artist G um and Poo Poo Nana the other artists Poo Poo Nana might drop a single and it goes like crazy in like maybe a few months and artist G it might take like three years but doesn't mean that the music isn't as good it just means that you have your own path and I think that gets to a lot of people where it's like oh man it's not doing like a million in a day and I'm like I think you just have to enjoy just creating and then letting it free and like enjoy every single person that like loves it because those are people who are going out their way to listen to something that you made, which like in my head, I'm like, that's kind of crazy. Obviously it's like normal. Like if you want to be a musician, that's what you need. You need like multiple people to like listen to your stuff and buy your stuff so you can like make a living. But when I see it like that, it makes like every step great. I'm really grateful for. And Obviously, I'm going on again, but I, <laughs> no, you're all good. You're all good. It's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. <laughs> I like, uh, I like seeing it like this. Like how we're doing it. Like 
um, talking to people and stuff like that. And also, like, I feel there's uh, always looking to the top for, like, recognition, like, for artists, Mm -hmm. rather than looking around. So it's like, oh, I'm going to look at the blog that has a trillion, like, views and and they're going to show it to people. And it's like, well, yeah, they're going to show it to people, but they don't know who you are. But if I was to show my stuff that every single person I meet, they know who I am. And those are people who are going to buy my singles. Those are people who are going to go and stream my stuff. And if I connect to each person, that means I'm actually building something rather than, I guess, like a scatter gun where it's like, maybe this will stick to the wall. And I guess this, the way I'm talking about, also helps with building like a really cult fan base because everybody knows you and it's really like tight and they know what they're getting rather than like something that a blog always gives me and I might listen to this or might not, you know, that's no, how I see it. No, absolutely. That's, there's actually, I think a lot of value in that because I think that I think a lot of artists are kind of creating platforms for themselves now. And I think that's interesting. You said that. Cause I feel like I noticed from your work, you're kind of creating your own platform. And like, like you said, instead of like always like I have to reach out to a blog or a label, you know, kind of have my own resources. Talk a little bit about what ways have you kind of been creating your own platform? Cause you know, you produce, you, you know, from other artists, you film your own videos. Talk a little bit about that. Um, so building my own platform, I guess, uh, how, I I do a uh, foul on the radio where I just like, just songs I hear from like, random artists on wherever whatever website i'm on i go okay i'm gonna like just put this on a little playlist on my website and if people listen to it they listen to it and then that's kind of created its own thing on my fat llama page which is my brand where it's like some people might not even know that who owns the page or like i mean i guess they'll know because it's in the bio but like initially it's kind of just like oh someone's like put my music up. That's amazing. And I know that feels great for people. So I did that also. I also interview artists on there. Um, I've produced, I'm producing a lot more for other people. I'm filming a, a lot of videos for other people. Like I have a video, my girlfriend that I just dropped um, for you. her single. Um, it's called Part of Me. Um, that one was really cool. I'm working on um, this project with some other dude who's like homies been knowing him and just like yeah just trying to reach out like that um um, yeah just like trying to put my other skills in places and that just just help everything and i think it's like building a world so like once you enter it you get all this stuff like i made a cartoon in like i think 2019 and like i just put it on my youtube and it's like if you find it you find it and it's stuff like that where it's like, oh, snap, there's more things to find out. And, like, all the music videos having, like, similar things in them. Like, it creates, like, a whole world if you just put the put like it on a playlist and just let them run. And you're like, oh, snap, Sally's here again. And, like, The Mask, I've seen that one in the last one. And, like, even stuff that I say in songs, like, over the years, it's like, it builds something. And I guess, it's like, that's, that's how I've been doing it. Just, like, building, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I can notice that because I feel like it seems like everything kind of is cohesive and kind of has a lot of unity. And it's fun that it like it kind of just comes straight from you and the, and the music and people you want to be around. There's no like it doesn't feel like oh I have to put this song out I have to do it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. An open space, and I like that. I like that a lot. Um, in terms of when you were like now you're kind of creating more of my music and 
this kind of segues into the next question. You gained a little bit more public attention. You know, you entered a Vans contest and you won a yeah. coveted opening spot for Anderson Park, and now you're slowly building traction. Um, when you kind of talk a little bit about when when an achievement like that happens, what how does it kind of like affect your perspective as an artist? What does that kind of motivate you to do? Like now you have something like that under your belt. What does that kind of motivate you to do going forward? That's actually like. That's a super good question you asked there. Um, no, nah, it's like, um, I feel like with that, I view it very differently in that, I guess most people who've come to me been like, oh, it's amazing. And I'm like, it is amazing. And I just feel like um, I can't view it. I can view it and be like really hyped. Like, oh my God, I get to do something. I understand Puck. I've been listening to this guy's music forever. And like, right, right. this is super fire. I mean, there's definitely that. And and also like oh snap vans like that I'm doing like a lot of stuff with vans since then that are like gonna come out in like the next weeks and months and whatever. But I also gotta see it as like for myself, I need to um not lose the same momentum. I can't get comfortable and be Absolutely. like, Oh well, you know, there's this brand here, I got this. I'm like, I still have to put in as much work as if none of this happened and that's how I always see it like I always see something as a great addition, but it's just another little step on like a bigger path that I've got. Like the goals I have is like crazy. So I'm like, this just lets me know that, okay, cool. Like I was saying about the album, like I even felt that when I made it, like this album was gonna do something and have something that's gonna like really change my trajectory. And it like really has even like the songs on it that they've listened to it and thought, yeah, this is hard and my music videos and stuff. So. It's like, I'm just seeing it as cool. This is great, but I can't just look at this thing. I have mm-hmm. to go, what's next for me? So I have to keep working on the brand, keep working on the music, music videos, da da da. So yeah, that's how I see that. It's just like, it's the right direction. Yeah, it sounds like, it's, that's a good question because I feel like it's like everyone, like when people get like, you know, I've seen bands and they get like opening tour slots and they get like fake press and some, you know, not to be no, some people like really take it and run with it. Some people, you know, they get it and then you kind of wonder, well, what happened? You know, we thought yeah, that was yeah. more what it was. Um, what are some of the ways that you kind of to help you to kind of stay on track with like gaining momentum? Like what are some like strategies that, you're, that you think are helpful for like keeping yourself focused on that? Um, I guess like, the way I've been naturally, even just like before getting anything is I always have things laid out. So um, I think I started this in 2016 because before that I was like always, I've been making music since I was like 11. So before that I was just dropping stuff everywhere. I was like, yeah, music is amazing. Yeah, SoundCloud, Glorn. Yeah, I was just dropping like that was when that piff was still popping. I remember in school I dropped a mixtape on that piff. Like, <laughs> but in 2016, like I kind of changed everything, and I was like, "Cool, let's let's work out a way to drop albums." And after I was like, "Cool, if every other year, because a lot of artists I like drop every other year," and I was like, "This can really work because on an off year, so this is my kind of strategy is that." let's say the year was 2016, I'm dropping my first project and it's Planet. And what I do is I'll drop my first music video and then another music video. And then I drop the album and then let people sit with the album. So the music video is just to build hype and then let people sit with the album till next year where I'll drop another music video just to like 
extend it and in that I'll drop physicals as well. But that also gives me time in those places where I'm just like letting the music go in that year where I've dropped it, where I can like do other things, uh, like show put on shows and like stuff like that to just because it helps the momentum. You're always doing something, mm-hmm. but it's not doing too much. But it seems like more than it actually is if you're consuming it. So it's like you might see, oh my god, like there's doing all these shows, but then this music video drops, and it's like, but this music video was done like seven months before. So it's just like me having that in the tuck and then waiting to do more stuff. So I guess the way I have things planned is always like there will never be like a comfortable place. Like I will be comfortable in my life. Like I'm really comfortable. I enjoy doing it, but like a comfortable and like, Oh, I can just relax. It's just like, Oh yeah, let's just keep the ball rolling type stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that, and what I like about it too, is that I feel like no matter what you're doing, like you kind of seem to be, it's always kind of like, I mean, you upon it. So it always kind of comes from you and kind of what you want to express. Um, why do you think it's important to kind of have a brand of like, cause you emphasize also a lot of positivity and hip hop music is, you know, it's a great genre, but there can be a lot of hip hop music that isn't always preaching, you know, positive messages or any music in general isn't always preaching positivity. Why do you think it's important to kind of put out positive energy and to kind of keep authentic to yourself when you're putting out like music or a brand or anything? I think with the positive shit, I think um, it's just, it's just cool. I guess like some people think it's corny. Like I think it can be corny when you're like, too positive i think the thing I'm is it's like you just <laughs> yeah you're just like you know what's up <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like that but like i think the thing is you just gotta be true to who you are and as a human being we go through ups and downs some people are really upset like most of their life and like if that's like how you feel then put that into music but like for me i'm like very positive and like I could cap that like, oh man, my day is bad because I feel like it's people love like sad shit. And obviously I do have like sad songs because like, as I said, I'm like human. I go through like emotions and stuff, but like most of the time I'm like pretty positive. So I'm like, my music is going to be pretty positive just because of that. So yeah, I think it's just staying true to that because I know like there's people that I know that make music and it's like the stuff they're talking about, they don't do any of it. And it's just like, yeah, that's cool because it sounds hard. But when you make something that's authentic to you, people really resonate with it because maybe not everyone, but there's certain people because there's like, what, like a billions of people on the earth? So I someone's going to go through people. like that. There's so many people and like some of those people are going to go through exactly what you're saying and they're going to go, oh my God, that's crazy. No one really says that, but I really relate to that scenario where the cardboard box had ripped and I peed myself. So it's just like, I don't know, everyone has like their things. And I guess it's just like, yeah. And I think it's pretty easy, like to write from stuff that's going on in your life and stuff. And I do think you can make stories up as well. I mean, there's books, movies and stuff. So it's like, yeah, making like up a scenario is really cool too. But I guess in the music, I guess people look for authenticity, especially in like hip hop. And I'm like, well, this is my authentic self. And yeah. It's a, good, it's a good answer. I think that that comes across. And for a lot of artists, I think it's that trend is challenging because obviously like we know what sells, we know like we know what, what people and what the radio wants to hear. But then it's a matter of like, yeah, what I put out that I feel is good. And it's a mix of like, do you want commercial success? Do you want to 
be true to yourself. Has, has there ever been like that pull in your career between like doing what kind of the trends were and then kind of doing your own thing? Or was, or were you always kind of, I, I'm doing my own thing no matter what the, the consensus is. Yeah. I was like, I'm a kind of like, I'm doing my own thing type of guy, but I think naturally just being an artist, you will question stuff. Like mm-hmm. maybe I should make something a little more like that yeah. sounds like this. Just so but like, like Drake. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm like do the Drake tone, but it's, then it's just like, I think it's cool to have that just so I know that, no, I really want to make what I'm making. And it's cool to have that thought. Cause then it really puts you in that, like, I'm really firm with what I'm going to do. So mm-hmm. like for me, it's like, no one can really sway my thoughts and opinions like that because I'm so like firm in myself. So like, I really don't mind. Like I know a lot of people, like if people give me like, like constructive criticism on music, I know a lot of people go, Oh my God, I'm not trying to like say too much, but I'm like, I'm really fine with that because um, I really am interested in what people think. And like, maybe if, someone who's never listened to like the stuff I make or finds it like really weird or like people who listen to like mainly mainstream music. I love hearing their opinions on what I make because it's like, they're coming from a side where everything is very polished and Mm. it really sounds like this and there's like methods. And then something I might might make will just go and switch into a completely different genre midway. And it's just like, how does that sound to you as someone who just consumes the mainstream stuff? So yeah. Yeah, I think it's like a definitely a unique conversation and debate. And I think, um, yeah, it's something, there's no real right answer to it. I think that like, I think at the end of the day, as, as like you kind of touched upon, it's like whatever works for anyone, what works for somebody, mm-hmm. just works for somebody. What works for maybe another artist, you know, works yeah. for them. That's, I mean, that's all you can really do. 100%. Absolutely. And I think one of the things I wanted to touch upon is that, you know, you do have a new video, a new single coming out, um, Venture, yeah. which is one of my favorite. Off of the EP, it's one of my highlights. And um, I want to talk hey. a little bit about um, the single in the video, um, talk a little bit about the creation of the video, and like what kind of decided you to kind of choose this song to kind of like roll out as like the next thing? What about the song kind of feels special or, or fun or unique? Um, it was funny because I was actually, when I was making the album, normally I have like, I'm like, yeah, these songs are definitely singles. So I knew I was going to release Dropped Off Tykes and Sally's Heartbreak Picnic. And then it was going to be Four Wing Killer. That was going to be the third single that I was going to mm-hmm. release. And then I actually made Venture way later. So like, as I was like, cool, I've got the album release day. I know when I'm going to drop it. I just made, um, I'd made the beat and then I made the bridge. And I remember um, I just had the first half of the beat. It was just blank. And then when I had the bridge, I was about to leave to go skate with my friends. And just before that, I was like, I have this like melody idea. And I went, I recorded the, I'm going to take my boy down this road. Like, I was like, oh, no, that's hard. And like, it's funny because that meant like nothing, but it meant a lot because that was what I was going to do. And it was mm-hmm. just like, it kind of went off the theme of like sesh um, early on the album. So yeah. And then also I was like, as I was going, I had the, the song finished and as um, the project was going, I was like, I really like that. Like that's one of my favorite songs. And I was thinking, you know what? I think this song makes way more sense being a single than four wing killer does. Even though I do love that song, I feel like just in, how the other singles are 
I just feel like more visually I can imagine so much. So I said, you know, fuck it, this is going to be the single. And then what I realized is a lot of people, when they listen to the project, they go, this is my favorite song. Venture is my favorite song. And I thought I was like, well, yeah, it has to be this then. Yeah, it got to be if everyone's loving it. Got to get it on. <laughs> yeah, so that's like, yeah, that's how I like chose the song. That's awesome. And when you were in, in the making of the video, because you have a very DIY process to making content, when you mm-hmm. kind of like conceptualize a video, give us a little bit of t- insight into that process. Because the videos are so like fascinating and so kind of like their own things. So I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see how you kind of come up with that. <laughs> so like um, what I used to do before is I used to like write down storyboard it all in my book. And then I kind of um, now what I do is like um, I just keep it in my head. And I think I'm just doing this, like, for memory so I don't get Alzheimer's or something. I know, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> so I remember everything in a day. It really is. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, you got a lot to remember. But I do like doing that, um, just, like, the memory thing. Because, like, it means that sometimes it just comes in my head again. And then so I'm outside and I'm like, cool, I can add to that. And then, so that's what I've been doing. And then I'll just write little notes just to remind myself, just in case I completely go back. That was <laughs> yeah, like always need that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just go black on the idea and you're like, Oh, no. 100%. We've all been there. No oh, question whatsoever on that front. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. So like, I was like, cool. Um, I have this idea and like, I guess um, the whole idea I guess I'll just say what the video is. It's like, um, it's based on like, it was supposed to be um, like a TV and you're flicking through channels. And then I thought, but who flicks through channels anymore? Yeah, I don't don't use a remote anymore. HBO Max, any (laughs) kind of We got them all, really COVID, you need all of those. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So I was like, I was like, cool. What about if I make it like a Fat Llama streaming service and that's like the music oh. video concept? So that's like, that. yeah, that's what I went through. So it like starts with me in my room and then I'm like, oh, I'm bored. And I open up my laptop and then every verse has like sequences of like different bits of like the streaming service mm-hmm. and they're all like piled on. And yeah, and that's like how I did the video. So I like started it in my room. And this video, actually, like, when I think about it, it took three months to do. So it was, like, um, firstly, it was, like, getting the right lighting in my room. Yeah, we need that. My old camera couldn't um, get, like, low light too well. And the way the light shines into my room is, like, from one side. So, like, I have to wait till the day is, like, really sunny. You got to time it just right. got to time it. Yeah. So, like, I kept having to, like, film. Okay, that isn't good enough. Have to do it again. Film that I have to do it again, and then I finally got that bit, and then I started like getting little things here and there, buying stuff, and like filming that, and then yeah, it it was just like a slow process, and it slowly built into like the video being finished. Nice man. Well, man, it's a really exciting concept. I'm definitely curious to check it out. Yeah, it's cool that like you kind of like have like each each product or each song has like a concept and idea. Um, it just kind of reminds you of a lot of other like unique like artists in the hip hop genre in general. Um, so I wanted to kind of ask this question as a, as a personal curiosity. Who are some like your main kind of artistic musical influences? Because there's a lot of unique styles going on with your aesthetic. So I'm very curious. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, I love like Pharrell, T- 
Tyler definitely. Um, I was going to say, I see a lot of that for sure. Yeah. I like Outcast a lot. Um, Classic. I love old Busta Rhymes videos. Busta like, Rhymes. Fantastic stuff. Crazy, like for visuals, even like musically, like crazy. Like Missy Elliott album cuts have like some of the fire. Timbaland as a producer. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Ahead of his time. Oh, ahead of his like He has some like old songs where it's like, this could drop now and you wouldn't even know. Oh, absolutely. I tell everybody that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Timbaland is crazy as a producer. And um, I've been like building Spotify playlists of like all producers that I really like and songs they've produced. So yeah, I don't know. That came into my head. I made like a Timbaland and Pharrell playlist. There you go. Yeah. Oh, 2006 pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking crazy. Like Timbaland goes for like the 90s all the way till now. Like he still has like crazy hits. Um, I love Ski Mask. Ski Mask is like, like I love like the flows he hits and the beat choices and like all of the cartoon references because like I love cartoons. Um, yeah, I think those are people where I'm like, oh, cool. Those are people I really respect and stuff. And like, there's this jazz musician called Earl Clue. Like, just for like bridging and stuff. Like, he's like super inspirational. Like, my dad used to play him a lot, and like, so like I really absorbed that. But yeah. Right, that's cool. And what are some of like the visual influences? I know you kind of mentioned like the missiality and the Buster Rhymes. What are some of the visual influences? Because the colors and all of your and all of your clothes and videos, yeah. they're always in the pop. <laughs> Guess like Cartoon Network. <laughs> Nothing. That's a great influence. There's a lot of shows yeah. on Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. Because I even still watch like loads of Cartoon Network shows now and just cartoons like so. Just that, but making it look real life mm-hmm. is just kind of the vibe. I mean, animation is so innovative. I think I, I think people don't realize how like influential animation, even anime and manga are in like, the realm of music. Oh, I think that's really interesting that, that you said that because a lot of people will tell me that. I, I don't really always pick it up at first. If I look and I go, oh, that does make sense. Animation would be so like relevant to someone's like aesthetic or so, even like the music people, music people make, like the sound effects and stuff. It's like animation is really, really, you'd be surprised how much it dips into everything. Yeah, 100%. It's like, it's it's crazy because I guess in like Western culture, which we are in, it's like it's seen as such a childish thing. But um, in like Japan, like stuff like you have stuff for like 18 year olds and maybe even older people. It's not seen as so um, for ages mm-hmm. as like we have it here. Obviously now, like has like I think it started more in the 90s and the 2000s, obviously like in the 70s. There were like all these like um, adult cartoons, but they were really like low key. But I feel mm-hmm. like now it's like you would think of okay, Family Guy, South Park, and like it still has that kind of thing to it, where it's like oh, if it's a cartoon, it's a child's thing. But I think like we're going out of that, where it's like it's just animation. Like it could be anything. It's just another medium to like absorb content in. Yeah, I absolutely think that 100%. And I think that what's interesting is that during COVID, I think we kind of like exposed ourselves to a lot of mediums and people kind of took a step back and kind of reframed their entire creative process during like the pandemic, the early stages up until now. Um, what, was, what were some of the ways that you kind of adapted your creative process? Did you see a lot of adaptation or as someone who was DIY, was it kind of more just like, I'm, I'm keeping going and we're just it's another, another day to grind? <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of like another day to grind basically but i guess i did more because i had more time yeah, I mean, I mean, 
And like um, stuff like in London, there was a point where we had a rule of six and stuff. And like we kind of opened up to the outside more. And um, so in those times when you were allowed to, um, to be outside with people and stuff and they were doing like outdoor events, I was throwing like my uh, these events called Speaker in the Park where it's just like I put a speaker in the park and then I just did a show because I was like, well, I can't use any venues, so I'm not going to make any money from this, but it's nice to just keep momentum going and stuff. Exactly, get people interacting, get people kind of creating yeah. time or maybe they wouldn't yeah. be able to. So that's why I kind of did in the pandemic. That's like what, when things eased up, I was like, cool, let me try this. And that really worked and people really enjoyed it. So like I carried it on and then I redid it again once um because we were in lockdown till I think March times, I'm going to say. And then I reopened it in April when we came out and then we're back to like social distance rules. And it's just like, you could be outside in like certain spaces. So I'm like doing that again. So like just stuff like that, where it's like a lot of people have just been like, that was like the most fun. Cause it's like, I go into it thinking like, I don't want, it to have like some hierarchy thing like i kind of hate that event mm-hmm. where it's like normally like the artist is up here and like everyone's down here i'm like nah everyone's just the same like Absolutely. we're just making music we're just humans that make music and stuff so yeah i mean Absolutely. there's that um yeah i mean all the promotion i do is on the internet so i just kept doing that nothing <laughs> wrong with that man creating content is is, is key absolutely and um, in terms of like now that things are slowly easing back, knock on wood, things are slowly easing back to normality. What at? Pause. Guys, we got We all got to knock. We all got to make sure everything's still going. Good. But uh, now that things are kind of slowly getting back to normality bit by bit, what are some of like your kind of more immediate or what are some of like your more prominent goals, kind of either performance wise or music wise or even in general creatively now that things are kind of heading back towards that direction? Oh, man. Like, loads loads oh. i've already booked a show in a venue so fingers crossed that that is completely fine and that goes through um i'm looking to do like so every other every year that um i guess the anniversary date of the album i do like i think plan anniversary and gaps anniversary so four wing island i want to do the same so i'm looking for like a venue to do that in and i think that'll be pretty fun um i wanted to do a pop-up shop because i did one in 2019 and that was like super fire like i just had all the homies just selling like merch had people perform in the shop so yeah definitely looking to do that again um i made new merch like this hoodie is gonna drop i don't know when i'm gonna drop it soon (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah i just had to it's just like whoa it really like stopped a lot of things from happening when you really think about it really did yeah. So yeah, I just got so many ideas ready. Ready. No, it's I think everyone's kinda like I think antsy and kinda eager to kinda just hit the ground running and really create, I think. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Like a new era of creativity. And in terms of like what what the content and the shows you're gonna put on, like like what are your what are some like your big goals? Like because obviously live music is a performance based industry and you know, COVID not a big <laughs> not always ideal with that. But yeah. uh is your, like, for your live show, is there, is there a lot of new things people can expect that maybe they hadn't seen beforehand? Are you going to, like, take it to a whole new level, so to speak? Uh, I mean, um, what I started doing was, like, adding, like, 
keyboard to my performance. I just think like okay. adding more layers to like songs is just fun and like um yeah, I just want to add more like um I'm doing more like set design on stages and stuff. Like I just want it to look cool as fuck basically. Like right. I just want it to look cool. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's that's my that's my show's thing. I just want it to be cool. I want it to be like an experience. Like when I perform and people go, "Oh snap, I remember like when he jumped off the thing and it was crazy." Or like just coming out of somewhere. Yeah. I, just, awesome. I, got, I got so many ideas for like performance. I can't wait to like sprinkle. <laughs> I bet everyone's excited to hear that, especially after getting penned up and we all want to go nuts at the show. Obviously, we got to wait till it's fully yeah, responsible. But we're getting there. We're very, very close, I think, to that reality. And um, despite, you know, this year has been, you know, we'll say lack of better words, it's been crazy for artists, crazy for the world in general. But uh, I yeah. like that you said that you, you were grateful. You, I like the gratitude you keep expressing. What about like making music and creating art and kind of being like your own kind of like boss, I guess, as an artist, are you kind of most grateful for, despite all of the, what's, what's happened in this past year? So like in this year, so like being like in charge of yourself in this year, is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. But despite all the craziness, like what are you most grateful for? Because it's, it's hard, I think, sometimes to be grateful for that when you're, when you, when you are like, oh, I'm missing out on this, I'm missing out on that. Um, I guess, like, in my head, I'm just like, if it's not there, I can't miss it. So it's like, um, I'm in coronavirus, I guess, like, the thing I was grateful for was, like, reflecting and stuff. Um, I guess, like, the way I'm always doing stuff, so it was, like, a cool time to just, like, pause and just, like, look at stuff and go, okay, cool. I can learn about this, this, that. Um, I learned a lot more about mixing and stuff. It just let me, like, slow things down, and, like, I'm really grateful for that in that time. But, yeah, apart from that, it's just, like, I was just, like, well, if this is the reality right now, I'm going to make the most of it because there's nothing I can do. So I couldn't really be upset because if I'm upset, I'm wasting time. Like, in the time I'm upset, like, oh, my God, the world is shit. I mean, definitely, like, I mean, some people's lives were, like, terrible, like, because, like, people lost jobs, so I'm, like, not trying to downplay it, but I'm just saying for personally for me, it was just like, okay, cool. Um, I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. And it's just like, I enjoy kind of being in charge of everything. Like I know some people can be like overwhelming, but for me, it's like, it's very reassuring because sometimes I'm like, okay, I want to do this right now. And I'm like, if there's so many people I had to go through, I would just find it so annoying. So, I know yeah. it would be it would be you know you, you don't want to have to worry about oh like what does the label say what does the radio say I mean, if you want to make, yeah. it, make it you know what I mean you only got one life one shot do it it's a good song <laughs> it's a good one and um one of the things I wanted to ask you is that um I liked how you were kind of describing that each each part of your career is kind of like it's getting better and better and you're kind of reaching a new kind of threshold for what you can achieve um, so yeah. far in your career, what would you say is kind of the most notable achievement or the one that kind of made you realize, man, this is, this is, this is not just like a hobby, but it's just like, this is, this is it. Damn, there was, there's like, I'd say there's two, there's two, um, I think there's more, but the two most relevant ones was, I remember in 2018, 
um, it was the first year where um, I was getting booked for shows, but not in like my country, like in mm-hmm. like different like countries. And I was like, oh snap, people are really trying to listen to like my music and stuff. Obviously, some of them there were like ten people there, but like it was still sick that there was like a demand and stuff. And like I did like a festival that year, and I was like, cool, like this is this is it and like the start of 2020 actually there's three the start of 2020 um were here before when like i was just joking about coronavirus with my friends because we were like there's no way there's really a virus oh, about man. You that's you jinxed us man you jinxed us you understand I jinxed? <laughs> oh, i'm sorry guys I'm, it's all I'm good sorry, You're guys. Forget it. <laughs> i had a feeling it would yeah. happen regardless <laughs> <laughs> so you're good yo you don't think it was me Maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll knock on wood this time, just to be sure. <laughs> I might, I might bring something else. I don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be careful. Yeah, um, uh, it was just like um, at the start of twenty twenty, um, I did like a show, and it was like the show went crazy. Pretty much, it was like one of the first times where it was just like I just promoted the show, and people were really there just to see me, and it did like we basically had the place packed out and I was like, Oh snap, this is the start of something. And obviously like winning the Vance competition, like also that was like, okay, cool. So like all of those things, it was just like little landmarks mm-hmm. in like my career. I'm like, cool. This is this. I'm getting somewhere with this. Yeah. I would, I would definitely think all those achievements kind of show like, that no matter like the size of the show or the size of the achievement, like for, there's something there. There's like progression. There's like I'm getting to a place. And I think yeah. that that's you can't always under. I mean, it's hard to kind of always like see that in a moment because like oh, only ten people showed up. I want a fifty or oh, I got the opening slot. I want to be a headliner. But you know, sometimes you got to take that that win. You know, it's not everybody gets that. I mean, the way I see it with like uh, the shows and stuff is like um, I'm just appreciative of everyone that's there. So it's like, if there is five people, there's five people who chose to get up out their house and go, I'm going to this concert. So it's just like, that's amazing to me. So I like, yeah, like I said before, like with just people even listening, I'm appreciative of anyone and everyone that like listens because you don't have to. And like, you did that all of your own will. So I'm like, appreciative of like, cause everyone that listens to me is as vital as all the steps that I do to like, like make better music because I'm like, well, for me to make better music and to even make music and have this as a living, I need people to listen. So it's like mm-hmm. always appreciate Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's all, that's all very relevant and very, especially now very much relevant in a lot of ways. Um, I have a couple of questions before I want to send I want to say thank you so much for like taking the time out to be here. It's been a very fun, I think very revealing um, interview. <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're always welcome to, to discovering new talent, but um, this question I think is a fun one. And I think I'm okay. curious to hear your answer. Um, if you had to describe the experience of me listening to your music or seeing you perform for the first time, we can only do it in three words. What three words are you going to choose? <laughs> oh, okay. right. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Three words to describe first listening to my music or first seeing me perform. 
Ooh. Damn, I'm gonna have to get the Theosaurus out for this. There you go. We're getting, we're getting really going for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess like uh, fun, energetic, and sweet. But not like sweet as in that sweet. Like sweet as in like a cake. Ooh, okay. I like that. Yeah, I like that description for sure. Yeah. That's unique. Yeah. I like sweet. Mm. <laughs> That's it. There you go. Just find energetic and sweet. That that those are free. Those are free. That that sells itself right there. Come on, those are my three. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And um one of the things I wanted to say is that we were talking a little bit about future goals and future releases. Do you have, besides the video, um, whatever kind of future plans, announcements, releases, do you kind of want people to kind of know about or kind of like any fans or listeners out there want to kind of keep their eyes open for? Um, I guess I'll be dropping uh, the Fat Llama singles, just uh, singles that I produced um, that maybe were supposed to go on people's projects or just things I made in the studio with people that is pretty cool. I'm just putting them out. Um, so there's more of those to draw. Um, what else? Uh, there's going to be a song that comes out sometimes this year that nice. I'm going to draw. I haven't even made it yet, but it's coming out and it's just going to be a single. Um, that's going to come out. So look forward to that. Um, I'm already working on my next project. So look forward to that. Um, that's not coming out this year, though. That's coming out next That'll year. That'll be a location for that, of course. Um, but, yeah, apart from that, that's that's what I got popping. I'm think, trying to think of anything else. Um, yeah, man, anything else? Just follow me on all the things. Follow oh, on the yeah. things. You want to want to like drop your social so people know what uh where to where to follow you? Okay, yeah. Uh, Instagram is Harry Muffin Man. It's not like Harry is in like Prince Harry, but Harry is in like Harry Balls. Um, <laughs> That's a way to describe it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Harry Muffin Man on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is Joe Jazz, but with the zero instead of a O because there is a guy with like zero followers who has my name and doesn't uh, want to give it to me. Uh, want to give it up? There. All been there, all been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, the website, you can subscribe on the website, www.fatlama.co.uk. Llamas with two L's, because a lot of people put one L, but it's with two. Um, yeah, man. Um, YouTube, just type in Fat Llama. Joe Jazz will come up, and my name, I'm on everything, Spotify, Streamify, Apple Music, Dookie Man, I'm on, I'm on everything. There you go. Uh, J O E J A S, no gaps. I guess that's everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, before we wrap up, um, I just wanted to ask um one last question, and I think this will be a fun question or a very kind of thought provoking question. Um, at the end of the day, um, when people hear your music or like kind of enjoy your art or kind of hear your message, um, what kind of impact or what do you kind of want people to take away from that? Um, I just kind of want people to. Obviously, take away whatever their message of the song is, but also know that you can do anything yourself. Like, there is no limits to what you can do. Um, 
that as long as you start something and you keep doing it, you can do it. And I just want to be like, um, just someone people can look at like, oh, that guy's doing something different, but um, he's still getting somewhere and you don't have to always follow the mode if you don't want to. You can do your own thing. It might take longer, but you'll get there. That's that's why I want something someone to take away from anything that I make. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's a really awesome. good answer. Yeah. And I think that um, we can all agree that like it's important to kind of have that authenticity. So thank you for spreading that and thank you for making sure your art always has that. Because that's that's hard to do, I'd imagine, all the time. <laughs> no problem. You know, I try my best. <laughs> I don't really try at all. But we're all yeah. trying, man. We're all we're all trying hundred percent. Um before we any last words, any last plugs, any last things you want to tell people or the fans? <laughs> Um, if you're lactose intolerant, don't eat cheese. Good message. Uh, good advice. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm gonna brush my teeth. That's good. Hygiene and dietary um, quality. Good. Good. Oh, man. good. Good. Good two messages. Good two uh, oh, things yes, for the people. <laughs> for the people absolutely if you're allergic to cheese don't eat it and brush your teeth two good messages yeah. come on <laughs> that's the next brush right two times a day there you go so you got it you got it you got to keep that game up <laughs> there you go i got the pearly white gel on there we go <laughs> And them gapped out whites. Let's go. There we go, man. It's a brand. Oh, Joe, thank you so much for for coming on here. I had a blast interviewing you. Anyone listening, please go check out Joe Jass, uh, Harry Muffin Man on Instagram, um, Fat Llama on YouTube, and Joe Jass on Spotify. Yeah. And when is your checkout adventure coming on May 8th? Yeah, May 8th. Um, what this that's a saturday i don't know what day this is dropping but it's may 8th that the song is dropping yeah it probably it'll probably come out a little before after but either way when this video drops the video will be out or about to be out so please go check it out <laughs> yeah <laughs> joe thank you so much my friend <laughs> thank you very much